3: And, um, uh, my <clears throat> last question from, for you, excuse me, um, will be, uh, I don't know how, how to introduce that to you, but like, in a sense, like we've been speaking a lot about like players and there's obviously this, um, even more pronounced nowadays, the gap between, uh, big three the old guard and the new guard who, who are coming who are trying to get there and have, have gotten real close but has, haven't really exactly pushed all the way it's yeah. very probably was the one who got the closest to being the most um you know he beat rafa nadal and djokovic and federer in in, in atp masters as well so he was the big hope back in 2018 ish and then he had a little bit of a slump and now we're just looking at medvedev again but like um, with every everyone considered, everyone in the draw considered, Djokovic, Nadal as well, who is this tournament most important to? Hmm. That's
1: uh,
0: a great this, question. In this tournament? You mean yeah. just, just looking at only Monte Carlo?
3: Just, just Monte Carlo. And you, you can look at it in whatever way you want to. It can be clay court season. It can be okay. for the future as well. Hmm.
0: A name that came out jumped right off the top of my head. I was. I, I said Sitsipas because I've I've seen how much he's proven on the clay, but I've also seen now that he's lost so many big finals, and he's lost to all the great players. You know, all the top seven players have beaten him in 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 finals of 500s and 1000s. So if he can just get that monkey off his back, you know, if he can just win a Masters title now, because I think he's he's there. He's in that caliber where he should be able to win one now, if at least one this year. He should be able to get, and so if he can and 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 a 500 and the the question is just can he peak at the right time can he peak because i when he hits his peak and when he sustains it for a set or set and a half or two sets it's a really high peak so i just want him to sustain that and be you know just his the mental side of his game he's just missing a little bit and if he can just get that little bit you know and just close out these matches and just you know play that way under under pressure and just block everything out and perform and have a deep run he doesn't even have to win the title for me he can get to the final and lose to nadal he can you know have one big win but i think it just it just cements him even more as one of those guys and i think then eventually those matches will turn your way and so he's just got to put himself in that position i think over and over and then it it will happen i think Mm
2: -hmm. that's a good shout i think i think also if he could win a masters 1000 on clay he'd do that before team which would be a statement, yeah. but I but I agree yeah. with you that it he is at that level. It feels a little odd that he doesn't have one yet. So this would be a great time for exactly. him to have one. The yeah. first name that popped into my head was Medvedev, just because yeah. I feel like he's made a lot of strides recently. And this will sort of like more generally recently, not immediate, not in the immediate past few tournaments, but so I think this could be an indication as to how. He's progressing on clay, if at all. If he's a good run, maybe. People can be optimistic for how he'll do at the French. If not, could be another few years or possibly never that he adapts to the surface. I think I think it's pretty big for Felix because I feel like he's stagnated a little bit in the last while. And I yeah. think it's also yes. big for uh, so I had another name in my head. Um What was I gonna say? Uh I completely forgot who else I thought it was big for. So maybe Medvedev I mm. would go with. Uh what do you think, Andre?
3: Yeah, I guess in terms of um big uh for results in general, I would I would definitely say um Tsitsipas as well. I definitely have to agree with one here. I think Tsitsipas is one of those guys who um kind of like deserves to be in the top 10, but he's still like lacking that big run, the big result, the big uh, win, the big trophy that he needs to have. A big in trophy, this. yeah. Yeah. So like, I feel like Monte Carlo is a really good um, stepping stone, even though Nadal has sort of dominated this for like the past 15 years or so. But like, regardless, uh, other people have, have won there as well. And I think it would be really a great time for Tisipa, especially since we have seen how good he can be on clay. It would be really interesting for him not only in his career in general, but just for this cl- this current clay season. Who knows what can happen if he wins in Monte Carlo? He could suddenly yeah. he could go on and win Madrid as well, or something like that. You know, he could yeah. uh, go on and make a deep run and uh, acquire the final semifinals again in uh, Roland Garros, make the final at, for once. And it'd be really interesting to see that, like, in the tournament wise, um, to hold the trophy. I would say tsisipas for a personal level achievement and just kind of like a, just leaving this tournament. With a sense of a mission accomplished, I would say Medvedev. I think he mm. needs to win until at least he gets to Nadal. If he can, if he can face Nadal and lose Nadal, there's no shame in yeah, that. No, no there's no shame in that. Yep. There's nobody needs to be ashamed of losing to Nadal uh, on clay, even if you're called Novak Djokovic, it doesn't matter. Uh, um, so I feel like for Medvedev, especially to establish himself as world number two, and now that the, the hard court season is over, he needs to kind of mm. like he doesn't need to prove himself to anyone in in way. In just cuz rankings are a little bit difficult but if he wants to say hey listen i'm in, i'm the second best player in the world right now even if i'm not beating the best of clay i'm losing exclusively to him or to the guys yeah. who are better than me on clay but i'm not losing to anybody else so like this i feel like this would be like a great moment for him to like in get his get his crap together get his head around the um yeah. let me just rephrase that just It'd be a really good moment for him to um, get his uh, his game together on clay and just play well and win a couple matches and s- just develop a little bit in this clay court season to have a good clay court season. Even if, even if he goes out without any titles, have a good clay court season.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's really, really well said. I could get behind the trophy being more important for Tsitsipas and just a good result being more important for Medvedev, I think. That was really uh, insightful, what you said about him losing to the people above him, because that could... Dispel the impression that even though he's number two, he won't really be relevant again until hardcourt season. So, um so yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree with you guys on that.
0: And the other thing is just who is going to be willing to suffer more? Who, who, um, who will the transition from Miami be harder for? And how will they cope with the wind? How will they cope with the rain delays? How yeah. will they? Will everybody be? You know, is Djokovic going to be able to dig in when he's down a set and a break? I look for those kind of things. Uh, as well just long term you know just to keep an eye out for um yeah
2: exactly or like even if nadal is flat if he goes down a set to like schwartzman or something will he Mm -hmm. be able to fight back which he wasn't able to do in rome last year things like that yeah yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly and Djokovic and Nadal will be playing again in Barcelona, which is like the or Nadal will be oh. playing in Barcelona. Djokovic will be playing in Belgrade, oh, right. which oh, yeah. is a, it's it's true. a 250. His brother is the tournament director there, so it's it, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> if he if he finds himself in a tough spot against or Tsitsipas or even gets there, if he, against assuming he gets through Sinner and yeah, and that would be another good test. To see see where Sinner is in his game. How, how does he match up against Djokovic? Right now, who they kind of play similar styles, so it's like who who will you know. Will that even be compet- as competitive as we hope it is? And then it's yeah. like, you know, if he if he finds himself in a third set against Varev and Sitsipos, will he be able to? Will he be willing to dig in and suffer? Because at the ATP Finals he was not willing to do that yes. when he was down a set against Medvedev. For him now it's mostly about the majors, right? And then it's like the next week he's playing in his hometown, and does he, you know, I mean, and how much will that mean to him a 250 on clay in Belgrade versus? Yeah. A Masters, But I guess, you know, if he were to win Monte Carlo, right, then he would be one Masters away from a triple Masters. Right. And Federer and Nadal haven't even done one, you know, all, all around, and he would have done three around the circle. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. something, something I mean, to keep an eye it,
2: on. It's a good point about Belgrade, because I think Djokovic has not played very well in Monte Carlo the last few times he's been there since 2015. I think he hasn't done great. Yeah. And um, I think he lost to Jerry Vesely in 2016. Or was yeah. that at Rome? Yeah, yeah. So um yeah. then twenty seventeen lost to GoFan, twenty eighteen lost to team, I think. And then twenty nineteen yeah. he lost to Medvedev six two in the third. Right. And so I think yeah. if if he is losing, like down a set and a break or in a third set, knowing that if he loses he'll probably be on the next flight to his hometown, that might have something to do with his mindset. So I think it will be interesting to see how he handles adversity as well. Yeah. Particularly right. if he's not yeah. playing his best.
3: Yeah. In terms of uh just to finalize my thoughts in this question. I don't think it's that important for Djokovic or Nadal, really, oh, yeah. because I no. really think that yeah, for 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 them is obviously they're incredibly established players, and for Nadal and Djokovic and Federer especially, it would just be like just another Masters one thousand in a sense. Obviously, they it's yeah. not exactly <laughs> it's, actually... like it, it's not like it's any tournament for the, They do know the importance and they yeah. do want to win. But I think that if they go home without the trophy, they're just gonna look at the other ones that they have and just be like, "Hey, that was a that was a good tournament yeah. for me." I'm just gonna okay. look look forward to Roland Garros, which is where the obvious focus lies on those guys right now. Um, mm-hmm. Nadal, he wants to defend his title; it doesn't want anybody else to get near <laughs> Roland Garros title, especially Djokovic. Um, and Djokovic mm-hmm. wants to the op oppo- wants to get the opposite of that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, and I guess. Yeah. Um, that would that will cover it and hopefully we get most of a tournament in Monte Carlo if rain allows us to have some. And mm-hmm. who knows, maybe at some point all tournaments will be required to have a roof in order to operate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For so, that we need the pandemic to go away
0: and we need tournaments oh, yeah. to get more money and more We need we just we need, need a
3: normal tennis. Year, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need a twenty five year super avid, like on uh on the economy so that we can have some of that
2: yeah uh, maybe our first eventual crowdfunding funding campaign can be get monte carlo a
3: roof yeah (laughs) can you imagine monte carlo just goes on kickstarter requesting a roof just just (laughs) they should it'd (laughs) be a start well uh it was really good to talk to you guys about the monte carlo i'm excited to see the tournament if if happens uh hopefully as i said rain allows it to happen and um We'll be in touch with you guys. i will always be on Twitter. we will be chatting a lot. And um, for all of those who are there, if you like this episode, you can rate us on iTunes. Um, Apple Podcasts, I think. That's the actual proper name of the, the platform. Um, and tell your friends if you like us. Uh, you can share your stuff with your friends. And follow us on Twitter, at Tennis and Bagels. And Owen is at Tennis Nation. Vansh is at vanshv 2 And I am... I actually don't remember. Rollenberg Andre. I, I changed my yeah. handle, so that's why I, sometimes I forget. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it's there, and uh, we'll be doing this every week. Um, we have some good plans for this podcast. We just need to sit together and actually discuss this thing like yeah. good grown adults have to. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, thank you guys yeah. for being here. We'll see you.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.